Hello everybody. Hey, this is Pastor Terry and I want to welcome you to our Sunday, February 14th service here at Summit Church. There's just one thing in case you didn't notice, we're not at Summit Church. Uh, what we've done today, I'm actually here in my home office, but uh, uh, what, what we've done today because of the extremely cold weather, we decided to cancel the service. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's cold, you know, it's cold outside. Let me tell you what, I think it's about zero degrees out there and, uh, wind chills are near, I guess, 20 below zero. So it's just, it's just, you know, it's dangerously cold out there. So we decided to cancel the service for today and just uh, have service here on online with you. And so, uh, so that's what we're doing today. And we'll, we'll get back to having our service at Summit Church next Sunday, you know, at, t at 10 o'clock. But uh, for today, we'll have it have it online. And but like I said, it's it's cold out there. You know, uh, I it made me think. You know, when I was a kid, I uh, had about a one mile walk to the bus stop in the morning. And uh, on one particular morning, it was I mean, it was it was really cold. And you have to remember back in, in and this is when I I'm thinking of when I was in seventh grade. I mean. Back there then, they they didn't cancel school unless, I mean, they didn't cancel school for a couple of inches of snow like they do nowadays. I mean, it had to be like a blizzard and about, you know, almost a foot foot deep of snow and, 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 and they never canceled. Are you kidding me? They never canceled school because it was cold. But, but things have changed over the years and, and nowadays they do. But I remember that one day I walked to the bus stop and it was a day similar to this. And uh, I remember, uh, I don't know, there's probably about a dozen kids that caught the bus at that bus stop. And uh, uh, and the bus never came, never came, never came. So, you know, the kids would start leaving one by one. And I, I kind of stayed till the last, hoping the bus would come, but but it never did. And so when uh, I figured when I stopped, I couldn't feel my fingers and toes anymore. I figured it was time to head back in. And so I started to walk home and I, I got about uh, 500 yards from my house. And, uh, and I, and I collapsed. It's the only time in my life that I, I, I went down and, and I wasn't, you know, I didn't have the cognizance to, to get up. I, I was, I didn't lose consciousness, but I went down and fell in the snow and, and, and that was it. I was about 500 yards away from my house and, and, uh, that was it. I wasn't going any further. That, that was the end of the line. And, uh, but, but what happened is, uh, had a neighbor and uh, normally he'd, uh, he would have already been gone to work a long time by that time. But for some reason he was running late that day and it was the Lord that was looking out for me because that was the end of the line for me right there. I, that would, that would have been it, but I'd have froze to death, but he was coming along and uh, he had a blue van, a work van, and he was running late, but he, I remember he drove up and he saw me laying in the snow and he got out of his van, ran over, got me, picked me up, carried me over, put me in the van and brought me back to, to the house, to my mom's house, you know, where I lived with my mom. And, and then she was, you know, she was kind of hysterical, wondering what, what was wrong with me, but, but I was almost froze to death. So she warmed me up and, you know, in the house, we got warmed up and, uh, but you know, for years, every time my hands got really cold, they would, uh, they, they would tingle and tingle, tingle, tingle. My fingers would tingle, but in the last several years, that's faded away. But uh, I tell you, I remember that day. So thank God that 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 the Lord had that guy running late that day, and uh, I, I owe my life to him. He, uh, he uh, certainly to the Lord looking out for me. But I owe that 
that gentleman, his name, his first name was Bill. And uh, he, he came to the rescue that day and the Lord used him to, to save my life. So any, anyway, it made me think of that story on this cold day. So anyway, hey, it's cold, dangerous outside. So let's just, uh, let's just have service here online and we'll get back to being at, at Summit Church next Sunday. But of course, today is Valentine's Day. And uh, uh, it's, it's a day for sweethearts. And uh, I've been married to my sweetheart now over over 30 years, and uh, it's been wonderful. In fact, uh, I just asked her uh, yesterday if she would be my Valentine this year, and she said that she would. So, so good news for me. She still wants to be my Valentine over all these years. Um, I actually I re- remember when I was in a kid in elementary school, we used to get shoe boxes and. And we'd decorate them in, in, in uh, red or pink kind of paper, you know, uh, like crepe paper or whatever. We cut a, a, a slit in the top of, of the lid and, and then the kids would give one another little Valentines. I remember, uh, I remember doing that and it'd be like little Walt Disney figures, figures or things, you know, with, will you be my Valentine or happy Valentine? You know, that kind of thing. And we'd pass it around the room and put Valentines, you know, those little things, those little, like little cards in those boxes. And, you know, all, all the, all of us, you know, young, young boys, we wanted to see which, you know, the girls, you know, in, in that fourth or third grade class or whatever, you know, it was, would be my, be our Valentine, you know. And so, uh, I, I, I remember that. I think back on that, but, uh, but I've had the greatest Valentine I could ever have over all these years, my wife. And she, like I said, she still wants to be my Valentine. So, so that's a good, that's, that's a good thing. But hey, being Valentine's Day, you know, uh, it, it makes me think of the, uh, uh, words in the New Testament for love, for love. And there's, uh, there's three, uh, Greek words that, uh, are used for love. Uh, there, there's agape, and that is the God kind of love. And then there's uh, phileo or philio, however you say that, and that is a brotherly kind of love or a friendship kind of love. And then there is uh, eros, which is a romantic kind of love. And that's what Valentine's Day is, 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 you know, that word is thought of on Valentine's Day. It's a day for a romantic kind of love, you know, and sweethearts and and whatnot. And so, um, and, and, you know, I've been so blessed to have that kind of love with my wife over all these years. Uh, 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 you know, we, we certainly had the love of God for one another. The agape, the Greek word, means the God kind of love. We had that for one another before we got married. And then, and then, uh, uh, and we should have that for, for everyone. And then my wife and I, we also had the phileo, the uh, uh, friendship uh, kind of love. We had that before we got married, and then uh, and then as as uh, as our romance began and whatnot, then we uh, had the eros or the romantic kind of love form between us, and uh, we've been very blessed to have all three kinds of love going on in our lives over these last 30 plus years of marriage. Uh, I will say this, you know, uh, pastoring all these years, uh, my wife and I, we've seen a lot of uh, people, a lot of couples that, that you know, they, they don't have those, those uh, kinds of love. In fact, in fact, they don't, they don't have, they don't really, some of them don't have any one of the three, you know, 
they I guess that there's a Greek word for like. Maybe they they would have that. Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe not. But I'm just thinking of some of them over the years, you know. But uh, uh, you know, I, I was thinking that that a lot of times couples will only uh, uh, have the, especially as they start out, they'll fall in eros, the the uh, 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 romantic kind of love. They'll fall in that kind of love with one another, which is a romantic and and, and a sexual. Uh, sort of love and and you know for a man and a woman as a husband and a wife that that is wonderful God wants there to be a a, a a romantic and sexual aspect certainly between a husband a man and a woman as a husband and a wife that's the only kind of a marriage God recognizes but unfortunately so many times couples all they have is that romantic uh, sexual kind of love for one another and and uh, and, and they get married and, and and that kind of love actually drives them a lot of times to get married. And then uh, when the honeymoon wears off, and, and it always does, uh, don't let anybody kid you on that. Between any married couple, the honeymoon does wear off. And uh, when it does, if, if all you have is that, uh, is that romantic, eros, sexual kind of love, that's not enough to carry you through for, for very long. You know, that's why it's so important to have, before you ever get to the Eros romantic kind of love, that's why it's so important to have a, a friendship, the Greek word philio, phileo, however you say it, uh, just don't ask me to spell it, but uh, spell it, but it's important to have that friendship kind of love between a couple, uh, and you know, b- before the Eros romantic love begins, because like I said, <laughs> When the when the honeymoon wears off, if all you have is eros or romantic sexual kind of love, that that's not enough to hold a marriage together. Certainly not happily. But if you have the 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 friendship kind of love going on before you ever get to the romantic love, now that's that can take you a long way down the road. And a married couple, you know. But but I tell you what, the most important kind of love is is the agape or the God kind of love. That's an unconditional love. And I tell you what, if you have that one, that can take you not only a long way down the road, but all the way across the finish line. And uh, fortunately, and I'm so blessed, you know, and I thank the Lord Jesus for it, that that he's given me such a wonderful, wonderful wife. And, uh, and, and like I said just a little bit ago, we started out having an agape love for one another. And... Uh, uh, and then it developed into uh, the phileo or the friendship kind of love, uh, you know. And then and then the eros developed as we got into our uh, romance. And uh, still remember the first time I kissed her. Oh my! I tell you what, I just, uh, <laughs> I, I just. Uh, you got to remember, I I never kissed a girl before I before before I kissed Diane. She's the only only woman I ever, ever, ever kissed. And, uh, I remember I was kind of nervous when we, when I saw that we were forming that, that, uh, uh, that, that romantic kind of love. And, uh, I was, you know, I was, let me tell you, one thing I am not, I am not Don Juan. Let me tell you for sure. You know, the Latin lover. (laughs) Nobody's going to accuse me of that, but I was, this goes back when I was, you know, 20, I guess, four years old. And we, I got married at 25. So we were, we went out for two years. So we had gotten uh, uh, into the 
romance was just starting up, you know, and, and, uh, I, I said to her, I, I was nervous about, it. I never had kissed a, a girl in my life. You know, of course I kissed my mother on the cheek. I'm not talking about that. You know, you know what I'm talking about. And, uh, uh, 20, think about that. 24 years old. I'd never kissed a girl. Never. And, uh, um, uh, but, uh, now there were only there were only two girls before Diane that I would have uh that I would have considered having a romance with. Um uh, but for some reason they they you know I learned this if you love somebody they got to love you back. And uh these other two over the the years uh, uh never did. And uh and why not? I guess God must have blinded them somehow or another. I don't know why they would love me back. But but uh, but it's for the best. It's for the best, because um, uh, because God had had uh, had Diane for me, and uh, uh, and so if I would have gotten one of those others, uh, it, it it well it just take it take it my word for it it wouldn't have worked out. It just wouldn't have been good. So God was protecting me actually, and and uh, and, and 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 but. Uh, but anyway, I had never kissed a girl, and I said to her, I said to Diane, as I remember, I was a little nervous about all this, and I said, well, I said, if you and I are going to have a romance, I said, I guess at some point I'm going to have to kiss you. <laughs> I'm going to have to kiss her. You know, most guys would be wanting to, wanting to and I didn't want to kiss her. I was just nervous, you know, but I remember that first kiss, and I kissed her. I know right where it was. It was on her door doorstep to her apart, apartment. And, and I, and I said, may I kiss you? And she said, sure. So I, I kissed her on the lips. And I tell you what, I never felt nothing like that before in my life. <laughs> I mean, my, my, my legs went weak. And I mean, I barely, I didn't know, I barely made it to the car to, to drive home. I don't even know how I got home. I, I was intoxicated, man. I, and I never have recovered. I tell you what, but what a, what a blessing, uh, uh, she has been, but but anyway, so we had the agape, we had the God kind of love, unconditional love, and then it, we developed the uh, 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 friendship love, and then we had the romantic kind of love, and and, and and so we've had all three going on in our lives over the last 30 years, and what a blessing it is, and I just want to reiterate, if all you have in a romance, or in a marriage is a romantic kind of love, that that's not going to take you very far, especially after the honeymoon wears off. Uh, honeymoon wears off, so you're going to need that uh, that that friendship. You, you know, my wife is my best friend. She really is. I mean, you know, um, a lot of times I hear you know couples will say the fellow will say you know so and so this other guy over here well he's my best friend or the woman will say well this girl was my girlfriend or she the woman will the female will say this is my best friend. But you know, I really think that that it, the best would be if your husband. You know, ladies, if your husband was your best friend or fellas, if your wife was your best friend, that's the best deal. And my wife is my best friend. She's not only my lover, and that's totally sanctioned by God. We have that romance, that, that, that romance, we have that. But, but she's also my best friend. And then we have the God kind of unconditional love for one another. And so it's taken us over 30 years of heaven on earth. And, um, I could just sit here and, and say all kinds of good things about my wife, but, uh, you know, she's never one time, I want to say this right here. I had somebody that I knew many years ago. Uh, he, he, he said to me, he said, uh, he said, Terry, do you know what it's like to have a woman get on your case? And, and he meant a wife. 
He said, do you know what what it's like to have a wife get on your case, get on your back and just chew on you and chew on you and chew on you? He said, do you know what that's like to have your wife do that to you? And I said, no, I I don't. Diane's never done that to me. Not not one time. Not one time. Now, now, you know, uh, you know, she's (laughs) there's time she's, you know, I remember one time. I'm getting to the Word of God, but let me tell you some stories here this morning. Uh, one time, uh, we we're <laughs> gonna. This is the house we lived in back uh, right after we had uh, come back from Bible school, and we we're gonna paint the house. We were gonna paint the house, and I remember about five o'clock in the morning. Uh, it, uh, it it <laughs> this is summertime, and uh, I remember uh, 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 we we're gonna we were gonna paint the house and. I remember about five o'clock, the alarm went off and, and, and she said, we're going to, she said, it's time to go out and paint the house. And I said, uh, I said, well, yesterday we were going to paint it. She said, well, you go out and get started. And then I felt her feet on my side. I remember because I wasn't getting up quick enough. She rolled me out of the bed on the floor. She said, now go out and start painting the house. <laughs> so I did, but you know, she came out not long after and, uh, and, 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 uh, 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 help me with it. And that's the thing. She's been, she's, I'm joking. That, that really did happen, but it's a little funny story. But you know what? She has stood by my side just, just all the way over all these years. And, uh, and, and she's worked very hard right by my side all these years. And, and I so appreciate it. And, um, in fact, the other day I was, uh, cutting a stump down at, back here behind my house. And I was out there and it was kind of a precarious position. And, and I was out there and, and um, I, I had gotten in a little bit of a slippery situation, and I looked up, and there, there, my, there, Diane was standing right there to help me. And so she's she's been a she's actually a lot harder worker than I am by far. But uh, but no, I don't know what it's like to have a wife get on my case and chew me out. And I don't know because because Diane's never done that. She's just been a total blessing and works harder than I do right by my side. So anyway, so Valentine's Day, so. You know, I, I seldom talk about these things too much, but Valentine's Day, let me talk a little bit about romance and, and whatnot. But hey, as I conclude this up here, I thought it would be good to, to you know, talk uh, 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 and close this by, by reading some scripture about the God kind of love, agape love. And this is the kind of love every Christian should have for everyone in the world, not just for... Uh, um, uh, people you like are not just for your friends or you know whatnot, but this is the kind of love we're supposed to have for everyone, including people that are our that are our enemies and that despitefully use us and persecute us and come against us. Uh, uh, you know, this is the, what I'm about to read. This is the kind of love that we're supposed to have for everyone. This is the God kind of love. What I'm about to read which every Christian, the, the Bible says the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And so, so and that love is the agape, God kind of love. Every Christian has the capacity in them, the love of God in them. And what I'm about to read, every Christian has the ability to do what I'm about to read. It's a God-given ability given by the Holy Spirit. And you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, people when they're not receiving, well, it, if you're not receiving from God, it's because there's no faith there. Ultimately, much we could say, but but faith receives from God. 
And a lot of times people are wondering, Christians are wondering, why am I not receiving from God? And they'll start checking up on their faith, which is a good thing to do. But so many times, it's not that the person's faith it, 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 it is, is necessarily the problem. It's that they're not work, walking in love. Because the Bible says faith works by love, the God kind of love. So if you don't have the God kind of love working in your life, then your faith isn't going to work and you're not going to be able to receive things, you know, what you need from the Lord. So uh, let me read from, this is 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter. I'm going to read uh, uh, seven and a half verses. And this is from the Amplified Classic Version of the Bible. And, you know, it would do every Christian good, really, to read this, you know, every day or, or at least once a week. And every day would be better to, 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 to uh, see what, how the God kind of love acts, how it, how it operates. So let me, let me just read here. Now, this is the Apostle Paul. And he says this, he writes by the Holy Spirit, and he says, verse 1, If I can speak in the tongues of men and even angels, but have not love... Uh, that reasoning, intentional spiritual devotion, such as is inspired by God's love for and in us, I am, a no I am only a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. So what he's saying here, he's saying if, if he could speak in the tongues of men and even of angels and, it, and he has not love, he's, what he's saying here is he's just a, just a bunch of hot air. If you, if you don't have love. And then he says in verse two, and if I have prophetic powers, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose and understand all the secret truths and truths and mysteries and possess all knowledge. And if I have sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains, but have not love, God's love in me, I am nothing, a useless nobody. Wow. Think about that statement, how important the love of God is. He said you could have all those other things, but if you don't have love, he said, you're nothing, a useless nobody. And then he said, even if I dole out all that I have to the poor in providing food, and if I surrender my body to be burned, or in order that I, uh, or in order that I may glory, but have not love, God's love in me, I gain nothing. So what he's saying here is, if you gave everything you had away, you know, and and, and to the poor to help people and whatnot, just just giving it for the sake of giving it, but if you don't do it with love, then he says. He said, I gain nothing. And then I read all that, you know, to get to, to verse four. And here's where I want to want to want to center in as I close this up is is how does love operate? The God kind of love. Well, love endures long and is patient and kind. This is the this is agape, the Greek word agape, the God kind of love, unconditional love. In verse four, love endures long and is patient and kind. Love never is envious nor boils over with jealousy, is not boastful or vainglorious, does not display itself haughtily. There's no haughtiness when the love of God's in operation. It is not, love is not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride. Love is not rude or unmannerly. Think about that. It's not rude or unmannerly. Think about that. Unmannerly. So love, somebody's walking in the God kind of love will mind their manners, won't they? It is not rude, unmannerly, and does not act unbecomingly. 
Think about that. Love, God's love in us does not, this, listen to this. Love, God's love in us does not insist on its own rights or its own way. Now think about that. If somebody is operating in the love of God, they're not insisting on their own rights or their own way. Now that one part right there would save a whole lot of marriages if the, both the husband and the wife would do that. <clears throat> For it is love is not self-seeking. It is not touchy or fretful. Hmm, so people that are touchy, 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 you know what I'm talking about? You can't just say the littlest thing and they get all offended and whatnot. Well, they're not walking in the love of God, are they? The love of God is not touchy or fretful or resentful. Think of that. The love of God takes, now, oh, this is good. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Think about that. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. It takes no account of the evil done to it. Think about that. You know, uh, uh, remember Jesus said, if somebody smites you on one cheek, turn to him the other also. Well, that is that is love, the agape love in, in operation. God is love. He is the agape love. He is Love And Jesus is God and he is love. And so Jesus said that when you're hit on one cheek, turn the other to the person that hit you the other also. And I thought years ago, well, if we turn our cheek, we're going to just wind up being a punching bag for the world. But you know, the Lord got this across to me and it's so good. And it's this. If we do what he says and we turn the other cheek, God will do our boxing for us. Now, if we don't turn the other cheek, then we're going to have to do our boxing for ourselves. <laughs> we're liable to lose that match. But if we'll do what he said and turn the other cheek to the person that hit us, guess what? God will put the boxing gloves on and he'll, he'll go do our fighting for us. Think about that. So that's why uh, uh, we need to be real quick to take no account of the evil done to us and pay no attention to a suffered wrong. Pay no attention. Just turn the other cheek. And uh, and if, if somebody comes to smite you on that one, then God's got his boxing gloves on and he'll deal with them. You know, he'll deal with them. Now, verse 6. It does not love, the love of God does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Now think about that. The love of God rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love, God kind of love, bears up under anything and everything that comes. It is ever, oh listen to this, it is ever ready to believe the best of every person. That's the God kind of love. It's ever ready to believe the best of every person. It's, I mean, that right there would do away with all kind. That right there would do away with gossip, wouldn't it? I mean, that would that one statement right there would put gossip and gossipers and put them out of business right there. Because the love of God, if if people and Christians were walking in the love of God, you'd be ever ready to believe the best of every person. That would do away with the the, the gossipers would be out of business right there. 
because the love of God is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are fadeless, the God kind of love. Hopes are fadeless under all under all circumstances. And it endures everything without weakening. So walk in the love of God and you'll be able to endure anything that comes along, any circumstance, without weakening. And then verse 8. Love, God kind of love, never fails. Never fades out or becomes obsolete or comes to an end. And you know what? One thing that I've just proved out in my life in all of these, but this one here, love never fails. You know, there, and I, I, I know I've told you I close about three or four times, but I'm gonna, I mean it this time, okay? Uh, you know, there's been times in my life where I've wanted to react to a situation that somebody, you know, somebody did something to me or said something to me or, or whatever. Or, and, and there's been times that I've been, I don't know if you've ever been in a place like this, but a position like this, but there's been times where I've been, you know, had to bite my tongue. And I mean, I mean, I mean, I was right on the verge of, 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 you know, snapping. And when I say snapping, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, telling somebody, you know, telling them what I think or, or, you know, or, or storming out of the room or, you know, you know, that kind of thing. And, 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 and I haven't done it. And, you know, I've never regretted not one time, I've never regretted walking in love. I've never regretted, you know, holding my tongue. You know, now there's been some times that I have, you know, told people what I thought over the years. And, you know, I've regretted those things. And, and so many times I tell my wife, you know, tell the Lord, I wish I could go back and get those words back. I wish I hadn't said that. I wish I hadn't, you know, acted that way. Have you ever been there? But, you know, there's not one time, I mean, let me put it this way. There's been many times that I haven't walked in love and I've regretted it. And I wish I could get back to that time and do it over. But, you know, there's not one time that I've walked in the love of God, not one, that I've ever regretted it. Not once. Not once have I ever said, you know, I, I shouldn't have walked in the love of God there. Not once. Love never fails. So, hey, I hope this blessed you this morning on this cold, cold morning. I hope this warmed you up just a little bit. And so uh, so I'm going to sign out here now. I want to say uh, happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Again, I hope this helped you. And, uh, and you know what? I'm going to go have some boiled shrimp with my sweetheart, with my wife. And we're going to turn the fireplace on. And, uh, and then she made some banana cream pie. Glory to God. And so we're going to celebrate Valentine's Day, her and me together later this afternoon. So, or later, this, well, at, at lunchtime, okay? So, hey, uh, God bless you. Glad you joined us. Hope this helped you. Thanks for listening to some of my stories. Again, I hope this warmed your heart somehow or another. But hey, do these things on love. Walk in the love of God and you'll never regret it. Hey, uh, Pastor Diane will be here Wednesday night, you know, giving uh, another message. She's doing such a great job on uh, on worship and teaching you about worship and what it is. She's doing a great job. She's a great teacher, great worship leader. And so uh, she's got much, many good, much good things to say to you. And uh and then I'll see you next Sunday, and we'll have a good service at Summit Church. Okay, so stay warm, stay safe. God bless you. Uh, Bye-bye.